And the show started. Hello. Hi. Hey. Live from Zoom meeting. I, I actually got it wrong. The first time we did Zoom meeting, I yeah. called it GoTo meeting, which is totally different. Oh. I, yeah. yeah and, we don't want to give them publicity. Yeah, please do not give them credit for this, Pat. That would be a nightmare. Absolute nightmare. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's what's on the Instagram post. Oh, shit. <laughs> you got to no. change that. <laughs> no, we're done. We're about to get sued big time. Big yeah, delete big that episode time. off the app. Yeah. Off the Instagram six apps. post. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, either way, we'll delete it. Yeah, we'll delete it. Just delete it now. Um, so you guys can still hear me right now, right? I'm off the app. I can well. still hear okay. you, baby. You sound great. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, I do want to say <laughs> some big news happened with me that I forgot to mention in last week's episode, I've talked a lot about this Facebook group that I'm trolling for uh, Chicago suburban parents, basically, what's happening in St. Charles. I got my first post taken, got kicked off of what's happening in St. Oh. Charles. Wait, I'm confused. You posted into the group yes. or they like kicked you out of the group? They didn't kick me out of the group. They just took down my post within 10 minutes of me posting it. After what it did had, it say? After it had like 30 comments on it in 10 minutes. Um, so, so again, people in that group, you know, the reason I make fun of this group, because it is just the most ridiculous stuff. And it's, you know, I've, if you have people listen to some of the past episodes, I'll, I share different things that I've posted in that group or different comments I left underneath people's things. But, um, the, the best is like, there's a lot of these times where there'll be some, some lady will post, Hey, just saw a few uh, kids playing in a park near Thompson middle school. And then some lady will reply, call the police. <laughs> so, they, and she's they're not serious joking. about the six foot rule. And she's not joking about this. And for all we know, these are like brothers and sisters that are living in the same house. There's no backstory. So let's not assume we call the police right away. You know, <laughs> anyway, it's ridiculous. So I posted, I found a picture of downtown St. Charles last year for the Scarecrow Fest. And oh, then I, <laughs> so it was a big festival going on. Then I cropped out most of the tents and then i posted that picture and i said can't believe some people aren't taking this seriously <laughs> oh, no. oh gosh uh, so you basically made up a scenario where people were in downtown st charles or something <laughs> yeah, yeah it was like packed it showed the city streets like packed uh okay so they were people were like upset and a lot of people kind of realized it was fake pretty fast so you know, some of them, like that, they started commenting that kind of thing. Either way, ten minutes later, it was taken down. So, what were um, what were some of your favorite comments? Uh, well, that's the thing. I actually didn't get to screenshot any of them because I wasn't expecting it to be taken down right away. Um, oh but, no! You know, there's there's a lot of people that said this isn't funny, um, and then some people said, you know, 
you know, this and some people notice this is from the Scarecrow Fest because <laughs> it basically comes <laughs> up if you type in like, you know, say Charles downtown or you know, it like came up in the first search results of one of the things I did. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't do a deep dive <laughs> for this picture. Um, but needless to say, I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm on the verge of getting kicked out of this group. So we'll see how that keeps going. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. The, uh, I had posted, somebody posted something about the Roni coming in. This was like a few weeks ago. They're like, oh my gosh, Roni hits King County and they shared some article. Yeah. So I just commented on that post and I said, nobody cares. <laughs> like the second, it was like the second comment. Like I thought I was like, nobody cares. Like, shut up. I'm done hearing about it. Yeah. Yeah. My, I think my comment got more comments than that guy's post. And half the people were like, yeah, like, shut up, guy. And the other half were, like, pissed at me. Yeah. Like, attacking me personally. I was like, oh, man, this is serious. <laughs> <laughs> Those people were not happy. But I got a lot of people backing me up. So I was like, all right, whatever. Then I left the group. Couldn't take it anymore. Have you heard the theory? So one of my favorite shows I've talked about in the past is Nathan for you, Nathan Fielder's show that's no longer on the air. Um, where he would do basically ridiculous stunts in order to get a business some, so basically more revenue, basically help a business out that's struggling. Uh, there is a theory out there that this whole coronavirus is just a um, one of Nathan for you sketches to get hand sanitizer sales up. You excited, man? Oh yeah. You ready to get crunk? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Daddy wants. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that would. I, I could see him doing that, or at least. <laughs> playing it off like he did that yes yes you're right whether he did it or not it would be a good thing to just say yes i, I did. but then you don't <laughs> want to be associated with all the deaths that's the bad part so yeah but it would be he's canadian canadians oh my gosh <laughs> i'm drunk <laughs> canada's canada's top small business uh consultant so. that's very true he could probably spin it I, I do want to say we do have some big guests coming up, and we have some big things later in the episode. Pat, later on, we're going to have your review of the Kangaroo Jack soundtrack. Big news. That was exhausting. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we also have uh, Mr. Jeff Goldblum joining us and Mr. George. Kinda. What's that, Steve? <laughs> oh, I said kind of. Well, yeah, I mean, Jeff Goldblum is joining. I mean, you know, and then uh, Mr. <laughs> uh, George Abalutis. So that'll be great. <laughs> uh, we'll, have, we'll have him joining us as well. Recording live from somewhere. Uh, we are joined here by very special guest, Mr. Jeff Goldblum. Welcome. Hey, hello. Hey, uh, Jeff. How are you? How are, how are... We're, we're just great. Yes. You know, I've we've wanted to have you on the show forever because I've reviewed every one of your Jeff Goldblum movies or TV shows that you've been in, and you know just like to have the man here on the air, you know, just it's such a big, big thing. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having you on. Golly, I, I, the, the, I'm honored. Honestly, um, I, I've heard of tell of your. You're, you know, dissecting all of my films, and I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be a part of it. Whatever you need, uh, you know, use me how you'd like. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, that is, you know, it's quite, quite an honor. 
Uh, Jeff, you know, there's I could go into details and vast details that only you would know uh, regarding these movies, but I won't. We won't bore the rest of the audience with these, you know, uh, you know these, these details. So we'll go over some of the some of the basics here. But um, yes, hit me, what, hit me. So I'm ready. Let's, you know, you've got some of your famous. I guess one of my favorite roles from you is Independence Day. Jurassic Park is always a big famous one that people love you in. What is one of your favorite actors? Uh, maybe you've worked with over the years. Do you? I will. Or actresses. I mean, I, sort of. I have so many biases, but I have yes. to go to maybe towards some of my previous lovers, uh, Gina Davis, of yes. course, my first wife. Uh, we met her on the set of The Fly, and, uh, and well, we, you know, it was a thing for a minute. And, but those things end, and we don't go into that. I don't, I don't, like, I don't like to manor, marinate in that dark au jus. Yes. Uh, no, no, thank you. But, and then there's Laura Dern, who I met on the set of Jurassic Park, and, She's, you know, we had this special, special connection and we indulge in some deep, uh, furtive pleasures, which I will not uh, be relaying on this podcast, but I, I would, I would say, I would say those two, maybe. Great choices. Great choices. Uh, <clears throat> I do want to ask you though, this is something I've always wondered. I've seen you perform jazz live before, Jeff. Fantastic. Obviously. Thank you. It's, it's my dream. It's my favorite thing yes. to do. So, like, I, I could tell if you weren't going to be just strictly an actor, you'd probably be a musician. That's what my assumption was. Yes. Yes. I think that is accurate. Yeah, yes. But if you weren't going to be an actor or a musician, what do you think you would have ended up doing? I probably, I, I may have just become a, a sort of a, I've always been envious of a gigolo who, whose whole existence is meant to just just stimulate and inspire uh, love in another another person. I feel like I'd be especially good at that, and I've had I've had I've had lovers tell me this. Jeff, my gosh, you'd be such a good gigolo. Um, uh, you know, I, I feel like I could be this sort of seraphim, blessing the bodies of the women of the world. They could use it. Yes. I, yeah, that, that would be the perfect job for you. Sam. That would be the perfect job. Thank I would, you. I would hire you myself. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Jeff, I mean, this is you know, it's it's all it's all perfect. It's been great. Um, I, I I sent you this earlier, and, and I was hoping we could do a couple reads of some of you know some famous lines, and I'm just kind of curious if we could go through some scripts. And just kind of re, you know, recreate these scenes in our heads. Uh, some of the ones that we've grown to love as you and part of these, but also maybe some of the ones we wish had Jeff Goldblum in them. Uh, you know, so that sounds, uh, that sounds delightful. Very yeah. fun. Let's do it. So one of the ones here, uh, Independence Day. This is again, you know, I think right in my time frame of when I was becoming to love movies, and uh, right. you just, you know, you're a smart guy in this movie. You're a scientist, which is often a role you play. So I was thinking maybe do a few lines uh, from this independence scene. This is when you as David are finding out the way to kind of take down uh, the mother, the mothership. Right, right, right. Yes. I remember. I, of course. I yes. So you'll be reading General I, Gray. Yeah. Steed will be reading yes. General Gray. And then I'll be reading General Gray. And Pat, you're going to be doing the motions, the nonverbals here. Good choice. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. All right, uh, Steve, start when you're ready. If you, do you have it in front of you there, uh, Jeff? It's ready. I've opened it up. Okay. All right. Google Docs. This, yes. this is a lot of pressure on me. I've, you know. Steve, you were in the army. Acting, That's... acting with a legend. Steve, Steve, you I were in the, the army, army, so I thought this role would be good for you. Just be present. Just be with me. We're we're in this together. Yeah. Okay. We can do this. Well, I can do this. I'm sure Jeff Goldblum can do this. All right. Well, All right. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll I'll start this off. Okay. Once I uh, once my thing starts freaking out. All right. <clears throat> Independence Day. Here we go. How did you do that? I gave it a cold. More importantly, Hello. I gave it a virus, a computer virus. Are you telling us you can send out a signal that will disable all their shields? Just as they use our satellites against us, we can use their own signal against them. David walks over to a diagram <laughs> he's made showing the relationship between the mothership, the spacecrafts, and the smaller alien attackers. If we, we plant the virus directly into the mothership, it, it would then filter down into all the corresponding ships below. And just how do we infect the mothership with a virus? David gestures to the alien attacker behind him. We're, we're going to have to um, fly their alien craft out, out of the atmosphere and dock with the mothership. Intrigued, Steve turns and looks back at the alien attacker, sizing it up. David points to a satellite photo of the underbelly of the mothership. We can enter here. We, we then upload the virus, set it off uh, some kind of explosion, which will disable it, and that'll disorient the smaller ships below. And that could buy you some time to um, uh, take them, take them, take them down. Do do your stuff. <laughs> so we love we love that line. Uh, whenever I would review the Jeff Goldblum, your movies, uh, I would rate them on a scale, the Independence Day scale. The top tier would be a Jeff Goldblum. And after we were done reviewing it, I would play that little clip right there. So that's, uh, we really needed to hear uh, that scene. Yes. <laughs> I, I love, I love that movie. It's a real hodgepodge of ideas. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Uh, okay. So this next one, you know, a recent uh, Adam Sandler movie, but not one of his typical ones, Uncut Gems. I don't know if you saw this one, Jeff. Yes, I did. I, I loved it. I had an anxiety attack while I was watching it. Yes. Golly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very much so. Um, I, so those, uh, those Safdie brothers uh, know how to live in a sort of incredible, arbitrary, and capricious cruelty. They play with it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, and 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 it's it like it, like you're saying is you're stressed out the whole time. It's it's a role that you wouldn't have pictured Adam Sandler for, but I also think that it's a role that you wouldn't have pictured Jeff Goldblum for. It doesn't mean he couldn't have done it. That's so, true. That's true. I'm sure I'd bring something to it. So this is a, a pretty intense uh, intense scene here. Uh, Pat, are you ready for the uh, your parts here as well? Fuck it, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's Uncut Gems. Uh, Howard Ratner, uh, originally played by Adam Sandler, will be played by Mr. Jeff. Right. Okay. You think I'm stupid, Howard? You and your whole fucking family. I'll call the book right now. You you can get on the phone <laughs> with him. He'll tell you. I saw you, bookie. You talking about Gary? 
You should, you spoke to Gary about what? About what? About you. About how you're taking my money all over town, placing bets. You know what that does to me? You know how offensive that is to me? Why do you stop the bet? What do you think, asshole? To stop the bet? My goodness. Shut the fuck up. Oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> and, and of course, I would never say that to you, uh, Mr. Goldblum. I'm sorry. No, no, we're play acting. This is this is my life's work. I love it. I love to inspire and stimulate and otherwise clarify. Oh, excellent! Uh, All right. And, well, I don't feel bad anymore. I'm happy. <laughs> and of course, at the end of that scene, Howard was hit. Uh, that was Jeff uh, at the end there, exclaiming him being hit. Um, so the next one here. Is Star Wars Empire Strikes Back as uh, classic? The uh, Luke, I am your father. Steed had the idea that I do this as uh, Christopher Walken, which is a classic impression that most people can do. I feel like um, I just this is the only impression that I can yeah. do um, that is not a black guy for some reason. Um, so the, I'll, this one fits the most. This one holds up the best. So I'll do this one as Christopher Walken. <laughs> Jeff Goldman will be playing Vader and Luke will be played by myself as Christopher Walken. Wonderful. There is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. You do not yet realize your importance. You've only just begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you. If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. It was you who killed him. No. I... Um, your father. No, no, that's not true. It's impossible. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. No, no, no. Luke, you can destroy the Emperor. He has foreseen this. It is your destiny. Join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son come with me it is the only way and scene perfect <laughs> perfect you know what jeff i uh i really appreciate it. i don't want to take any more time i know you're a busy guy but i really appreciate you uh joining the show today thank you thank you for being for letting me be a part of it I, i've had so much fun playing all these other roles that i never got to be so fun. Well, i hope I hope you have a wonderful quarantine. Uh, you too. You too. <laughs> yeah, thank Thanks, you. Jeff. It's very, very nice, Mr. Goldblum. <laughs> Farewell. Farewell. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, Jeff. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Oh, gosh. Hi. 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 I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady.
because she's sweet and like a peach, and like a juicy and sweet. You, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He no. thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Now we're joined by George Avalotis. George, also known as Grassfed George, on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Where's where does that come from? Hey, that is just um, honestly, I just thought that my last name was really hard to say, <laughs> and so I would just I just thought of something that was like a little more phonetic. Okay, or what's the word? You know, and I, I also like- was paleo, very paleo at the time, and I was eating a lot of grass fed beef. Okay, and so while it sounds like I'm vegan. Based on my <laughs> handle, I am. I just eat grass-fed. Animals. You were eating grass-fed. Oh, you just eat grass-fed animals. Okay, okay. Yes. Grass-fed. I I myself am grass-fed. It doesn't make any sense. There's there's a big there's a big difference between grass-fed and corn-fed. I feel like like if you say a girl is she's that's corn-fed, true. it's somewhat offensive to say that. But if you say somebody's grass-fed, that's that's a compliment in some ways. Isn't that like a good thing though? Like if you're like I'm American, I'm corn fed. I'm, I'm corn just... fed. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that was like a thing like people are proud of. I, yeah. I, I yes, except for if you were to ask a girl how she would like to be described, and I feel like corn fed would be like two hundred, <laughs> three hundred on her list of ways that she'd like to be As described. Example. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's definitely uh, true. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I've seen a lot of your stuff on Instagram, and I was just kind of curious. You are going to have a much more understanding of your life story than us, kind of what you're up to now. Uh, I see you do a lot of impressions, a lot of acting, that sort of stand-up comedy, that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I moved to L.A. like four years ago, and I I, I went to art school before all this, so I thought I was going to be a photographer, but... I think I really always wanted to do comedy. And when I was done with art school, I like started doing improv classes in Chicago and slowly broke into just figuring out how any of it worked. And then I was like, I want to be in LA because mm-hmm. this winter sucks in Chicago. Yeah. So, <laughs> so after doing yeah. a set of improv there, I, I like came out to LA and knew that I was going to like be starting all over um, four years ago. But I thought, why not? Like, why not try? So, Very yeah, cool. I mean, I do a little bit of, I started doing a lot of improv, but then I started finding um, a lot of character work. Like, you know, my teachers would tell me I was good at characters and I'd be like, oh, isn't that embarrassing though? Like a lot of people made me feel like it was embarrassing that I could do good impressions and do characters. So I, I, I didn't know that it was a, a viable thing to be good at. and yeah and then i found i feel like the i really found my footing here with this theater are you guys where are you based so we're all based in chicago yeah oh you're in chicago yeah yeah nice um well i live in the burbs but oh yeah i i so i lived like i lived in lincoln park for seven years oh nice yeah (laughs) before i came yeah so i like stuck around for a minute after school yeah Oh right, wait, did you go to DePaul? Lincoln. I'm not. I went to the art, in, the school of the art institute. Oh, okay, nice. Downtown, yeah. Nice. Um, 
But it was so pretentious. It was so pretentious. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like glad I went. I think it helped like hone some perspective. Yes. But, but it was very hard to like, it was humorless. That was what it was lacking. There was like, not a, I went to take improv classes because I couldn't like breathe in these classes. Like people just, <laughs> if you were joking around, people were like, you're not serious enough. Yeah. So, <laughs> you don't take yourself yeah, seriously. That's no enough. fun. <laughs> uh, were were you doing classes at like Second City or were you doing like IO Comedy? Yeah, Second City was my favorite yeah. um, school. But I took classes at, oh wait, sorry. I took classes at Second City. IO was my favorite. Yes. I, I went, I did all of IO's tracks. Um, and I also did the Annoyance Theater, which, which was like, the Annoyance is where you go to like blow it all up. Like everything okay. you learned at the other two schools, they're like, fuck those rules. <laughs> <laughs> we are anarchists. <laughs> I really like that too. Yes. But I think that my speed is, is I like IO because they're very, um, they're very like heady. Yeah. It's like, it's sort of a, an organic intellectual approach to comedy rather than like mm-hmm. result oriented. I feel like second city is very result mm-hmm. oriented. Okay. Like let's get, Let's figure out the improv so that we can figure out the good sketches. Um, I could be, I'm, I'm sure some improv yeah. person in Chicago is going to be like, this is bullshit. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> my, <laughs> well, did, did, uh, one of my favorite shows is that IO comedy. Um, they're, they're Shakespeare one. They're uh, improv oh, so comedy good. Shakespeare. It's yeah. It's so impressive. Amazing. Um, but all their stuff is good. I, I always have you that. seen have you gone to see tj and dave perform no they are like the chicago i mean they're like the legends of improv like the masters of the form and they i don't know if they're still doing shows but i used to get tickets like for eight weeks in a row because they were so good at that they would do an hour without a suggestion and they would make it so funny and compelling and and like emotionally affected yes yes <laughs> you should definitely look out for them they okay. oh, they're the best they also yeah, we'll you can watch some out. of their sets they have some of their sets on vimeo now which one of my quarantine goals is to watch all four of them or five of them um watching them watching them on on uh vimeo is not going to quite compare but okay okay you should, <laughs> but you should, yeah but like you should watch it i mean i think that they are still funny i've seen some filmed ones and it kind of works yeah <laughs> all right all right i'll get you how many are you through so far your quarantine goals how is that going oh god none of them <laughs> okay perfect um, none of them. <laughs> well i like one of my first goals was that i was going to do like 30 days of characters i was going to make yes. a, a character video every yeah. day of this quarantine yeah and, uh, and I, I've done that before and it's really, I really love doing it because it's, it really forces you out of your comfort zones. But, oh, yeah. uh, but the stress of the quarantine was like compounding on top of the stress of making, uh, like a fully, fully edited video every day. Yes. So now I'm like cooling it. I made 10. That's, that's enough to, that's, that's yeah. still a lot. we've you only been in quarantine later. for you can pick up two later. weeks or <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm cooling it on that, but I, I'm like giving myself some space to like think of things for a little bit longer than I normally do. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. make some. Yeah, they are funny. I was watching yours on uh, Instagram. Your Gary V one, I was dying. <laughs> that Thanks. was spot on. That was funny. Um, 
wanted to ask, what's your like? I mean, other than Goldblum, what's your favorite character to you? Do you have like a favorite celebrity or one that you made up? I do like. Well, let me think. Actually, Gary Vee is very fun to do. Uh, that's newer though. I didn't know I could do him. <laughs> so I have to figure more about that guy. But I, one of my original characters I like is um, his name's Little Trash Can, and he's like. He's this white rapper that's like over intellectual about rapping and he's almost racist in, in how <laughs> cerebral he tries to be. Like he's offensive because he's clueless. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did see that. Um, you had a pretty cool get up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so all of his raps are about like, about his insecurity about being white and rapping. So that's another layer. George, one of the things I wanted to ask you, what is an impression that you've always wanted to do, but you cannot just nail down? Oh, that is a good question. There's so many. Um, you know, what's funny is you, you said Christopher Walken. I can't do him even a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, here, I'll just I'll just give you a sample of how shitty it is. Yeah. It's like, like I feel like he's he's kind of doing this, but it can't quite. Like I, that's not bad. That's pretty close. Yeah. It's like it's so close to being there. That's I could just get that breath it. moment. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? Who else frustrates me and eludes me? Is it Al Pacino? Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. Although people, now that he's older he's a little bit easier to impersonate. Yeah. But I have to listen to a lot of interviews of him to like really get it. Yeah. Jimmy he's Fallon. slowed down a little. <laughs> well, Jimmy Fallon does like a young Al Pacino and an old Al Pacino impression. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so he definitely has changed. I definitely <laughs> see that. Um, yeah. It's, is there one that people don't seem to do an impression of that is just like one of your favorite actors that you could think of? that you'd want to do an impression of doesn't necessarily like to me. I mean, cause a lot of the good ones that people do are, you know, it's like, it's a famous actor, but maybe it's just somebody more that you like that you would like to do. Mm. It's just tough. You know, what's funny. I, I mean, I have a crazy list of, of people I can do and like, and then, so yeah, like I have obscure ones that are almost so, so, so obscure that, that uh, I have to just put them into another, like an original character, because yes. they're not very useful <laughs> as as an impression. <laughs> like, um, like, do you know, like Richard Dawkins? The um, I've heard the name the bi- somewhere. <laughs> he's the he's like the bi- evolutionary biologist, I think. Um, no, I know, I know, Daryl. He's also a the- fake basketball player in the 70s he's this british guy and he's got this very high-pitched effeminate voice um and he's sort of up here and he really talks like this exactly like this (laughs) and and it's so specific and he talks about he reads a whole book like this and i'm like damn i wish people knew who he was yes 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 (laughs) (laughs) that's impressive so it takes you like two seconds to get in a character. Is there any like process you do like internally to get it, jump into something? Cause you jumped into Goldblum in five seconds and you just jumped into Richard Dawkins in two seconds. Oh yeah. It's just like, you just think and then you're there and then, yeah, I don't know. You, 
I don't think I don't I think it's just like it's not a conscious thing. And I think a lot of the times if you can't initially do like Bill Hader talked about this. Um, Bill Hader, I think Dana Carvey told Bill Hader this. And I was like, <laughs> I'll remember that. Yeah. Which is which is that don't try if you can't do a, somebody's voice pretty quickly, like if they're not in your tonal range, you're probably not going to be able to do a great impression of them. Um, uh, and, and if you can't, if you can do an impression of somebody and you are in that range, you can, do, you can do a lot of very nuanced stuff within that. Like I'm still learning things that I can add to Jeff Goldblum's impression. Like I'll listen to him on a podcast and be like, Oh, he, he stutters a lot when he uses S's mm-hmm. or, but, but I, I, I think my voice already is tonally similar to his. Same with like Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is similar to where my, and so like I'm a baritone in when I sing. And I think it's something similar with that. I've never really like figured it out, but oh yeah, <laughs> it's almost like, it's almost like how you can like only sing within a certain range. Mm-hmm. Like, my range, I feel like my range maxes out at Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> where, it's like, where it's like a little bit up here and he talks a bit like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And then I also I saw like doing that him. You, He's did, fun. you did a few girls as well. I saw Gal Gadot on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gal Gadot. That was just a reaction to how, did you watch that, the 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 original video no i didn't I, I figured it was off something but i didn't under yeah i didn't see the original yeah she did this really cringy um video where she got all these celebrities to sing acapella imagine by john lennon yeah oh i, I didn't know and it's like it was like it was like the fifth day of the quarantine in la and everybody was like everybody's like okay, we don't need to see a bunch of rich people in their fucking huge houses <laughs> s- like sick serenading yeah. us yes. badly in 30 different keys. I, yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so my my reaction was um, to make fun of her and then do a bunch of, like a run of my impressions that I like doing. Um, <laughs> so instead of the like Will Ferrell, Kristen Wiig, and all these other people I did not know in between. Um. I just did a new, I just did like a version of it. Perfect. Oh gosh. <laughs> but I, I had to roast her for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was, she was getting a lot of heat for that. I actually I think it. she's great in wonder woman. So don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as we make that clear, she's great in wonder woman. And I assume other stuff. I haven't really great. seen much of Gal Gadot, but yeah. Oh my gosh. And fine, um, Fast and the Furious four or five, five, five. Yeah. She was, I remember being like, why did they kill her? She was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the first time I saw her was of that as well. Notice me, senpai. Notice me. I'm reading this book about the science of play. And uh, they're talking about like thinking about games that you played as a kid or ways you played. And I had, when I was a kid, I loved Jurassic Park. And I had invented this game called Veloc- uh, Raptor Attack. And it was, and it, and it would be, it was basically a variation on tag where, where I would run around in impersonating a velociraptor mm-hmm. as best I could. Yeah. <laughs> Your first impression. And I would like, I would like caw. I'd be like, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I would, you would scratch, if you scratched one person three times, they were out. 
There you- <laughs> so, it's a better game. That's the Jurassic Park version. Jurassic <laughs> Gen probably plays that, which is <laughs> I'm gonna teach it to her. That'll be that'll be my video with her. Oh perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Uh what was your first impression that you did? Um I feel like in high school well so okay, I have one memory and I when I was a kid, I remember when I was going through puberty, I was very worried that if my voice changed, I wouldn't be able to do my Mickey Mouse voice anymore. <laughs> um, and, but actually, that's not the case. I yeah. can still do Mickey. But <laughs> I feel like my first actual impression was was after Pirates of the Caribbean came out, I became obsessed with Jack Sparrow. And I, oh, yeah. talked, I talked like him. I, I became sort of like like notorious in high school. I didn't have, I was not popular, but like I dressed up one day as Jack Sparrow on like wacky Wednesday and I, and I stayed in character even in class and I became, I got like a little bit of like high school glow around that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just like staying in character. Started as uh, Jack Sparrow Sparrow, and it all went from there. And then I had like, like a tough. I had a couple girlfriends that like were like, "Oh, it's so embarrassing you do these voices," and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." So I like thought I was embarrassed of it for a solid seven years. Yeah, that's why they're actually just like. Yeah. Didn't. But I wish I wish they hadn't. I wish I had, like my current girlfriend is like, she, she's the one who was like, "You could do Jeff Goldblum. You sound like him when you just talked," and I was like, "Really? Huh?" So that's that it. all came up. That all came about from that little conversation you kind of sounded like jeff goldblum at one point then. we went to see we went to see isle of dogs and he, oh, yeah. he did a talk back whenever that came out and yeah. um on the way home i was like impersonating him to my mom on the phone and she was like you can do that you sound exactly <laughs> like him and i was like oh i don't okay and then and then i like slowly i was still very afraid to do it or even like consider that i could do it and then I ordered like all the costume pieces, and when oh, I put it yes. all on, and I was playing with little dinosaurs on camera, <laughs> and then like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just felt it felt yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It is a fun. He's fun to just like. He's a fun character to just live in. Like his way of thinking, is healthy for me. <laughs> <laughs> just so, so random and positive. It's... Yeah, like he's he's so much like he's unperturbed by anything. Like he yes. truly doesn't like let negativity happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least yeah. in any interview, I've never heard him yes. go dark. Yes. <laughs> they used to call him the Hollywood Buddha. That was like his nickname. Oh, well, fun fact. surprised they still don't call him that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start calling him that. He's my Basically. Hollywood Buddha. There yeah. <laughs> I, I got to meet him. I got to meet him once. And, uh, we played the mirror game. Like my girlfriend immediately pimped me out to, to do my impression at him, which I was really <laughs> That's trying not to do. Yes. She was like, he does you. And he's like, I, uh, what did he say? <laughs> the first thing he said to me was, he's like, people have been telling me you look like me or, or I look like you my whole life. Yeah. And I was like, That's cute. <laughs> you did. <laughs> and then, um, and then he goes, do you do me? And she's like, he does do you. He does you. <laughs> and so then I did it. it. And then I realized that he loved meeting people. Like he, he is the most extroverted human I've ever witnessed in my life. And that includes all priests 
and release. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy loves humans. He he. After his show, he wandered around the cafe. I mean, like the the, the nightclub, just looking for people to talk to. Yep. Even though his wife was sitting at a table with his with her friends and his friends. <laughs> oh my god! Like, he had no reason to not be just with his wife at that point, yeah. but he was still just like. Anyone want to talk to me? So I went back over to him and I was like, could we play a game? And he was like, well, I love games. What game? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, well, we'll just, I just want to like, you just like start talking and I just want to mimic you as you do it. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what to say. And I went, I don't know. what. And then, we, and then he went, ah. And we went, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's classic Goldblum. Double yeah. Goldblum. That would have been a sight to see. That would have been a sight to see. I wish I would have been filmed. That would have been. I think I want to go back. I'm going to go back to his jazz show, like dressed as him. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, because I got like now, like all my props are so precise. Um, I like. I just. I finally found glasses that look like his, and I was like, yes, because the ones he wears. <laughs> Or seven hundred dollars, and I wasn't. Really yeah, yeah, not, not worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Amazon has some good costumes. If you guys need costumes, some good might shit. have to might have to pick up some Goldblum glasses. Those are styling. Yeah, they're they're huge. I have this box under my bed. It's just glasses. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. I, I finally I finally marked all my props. I'm like this is this is just character glasses. <laughs> character glasses. Oh my yes. god. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Well, thank you very much, George, for joining. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, yeah, thank it. you. Yeah, um, is that there was any, awesome, George. Is there anything Thanks. else you want to promote or anything like that that people should check you out at? I don't know. I guess my Instagram because I'm making making these character videos while we're in quarantine. That's not. Oh it. yeah, that's very funny character George. videos over there. At Grassfed George. Yes. Definitely recommend checking them out. Thanks. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we'll have you on again sometime. And uh, until then, awesome. thank you. Oh, there's one more thing. Yes. To plug. Just uh, because I'm, I'm in it, but my friend is also hilarious and it's Perfect. his show. But on Instagram Live. Yes. Like, this is very unlikely. <laughs> <this one>. But... <laughs> um. I really recommend following uh, the Lyric Hyperion, which is the theater that I'm sort of attached to. They're called, or they're just Lyric Hyperion. Yeah. Lyric, Lyric Hyperion. Hyperion. And they, um, they're doing, they're doing like public access all quarantine. So uh -huh. all of, all of these brilliant people that I normally get to see like weekly yeah. are all doing Instagram live shows. So you like, I mean, like, I, uh, there's one on Tuesday called The Slam. That's always hilarious. There's there's just so many, like, pretty much any show there. They're trying to, like, put them onto Instagram Live and make them as funny. Which yeah. Has a, has a hit or miss, but. but They're the trying Lyric, to bring a little Lyric, bit of. If any of your listeners are in L.A., go to the Lyric when, when society opens again, because it's the best place. Perfect. Out here. Oh, Perfect. yeah. Bring a little brightness in the uh, in the dark quarantine times. Yes. I like it. Yeah. So that's it. Anyways, thank you. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, George. Appreciate it. Alrighty. All right. All right. Bye. Thank you. Burn up. Hello. Uh, 
uh, yeah, we want to thank George for coming on and Mr. Jeff Goldblum, of course. Uh, oh, big time Goldblum. Pat, a lot of buildup to this uh, this Kangaroo Jack soundtrack review. So this started because Smacko sent an email that he wanted you to review the Kangaroo Jack soundtrack. So I actually couldn't figure out, because when you read the email, you didn't say who it was from. So I couldn't oh, give a shout out. It was Smacko. Okay. Smacko! <laughs> yeah. Should have kind of figured that one. Yeah. But uh, what do you want to know? Well, just go. Why don't you? So obviously people can check this out. It's like Chubs. It's like chubstep.blogspot.com, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Obviously people can check it out there. Obviously. But, but let's give let's give a lowdown. Let's kind of give the overview of what you thought. Because actually it was well written and it was hilarious. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but kind of what was the breakdown, you know, like, like give us give us kind of your highlights and lowlights maybe. Let's start with that. Skip some of the middle ones. Uh, you mean in terms of songs or yeah. just doing a blog like this? Well, <laughs> I guess it can be both, but uh, I guess the the highlights for you writing this blog is you taking it back to a simpler time that you got to relive this great Kangaroo Jack experience that you once lived when you saw it in theaters a while ago. Um, low lights would be how long it took you. So we got that covered. So what about the songs? The songs, the Cheryl Crow song at the end of the movie is a banger. Yeah. Um, you, start the movie with the next episode. Well, I mean, that's pretty. Wait, wait, wait. Cool Elaborate. Because you talk about Cheryl Crow, Smacko and myself also found this uh, very insightful that you knew who, like, that you were. You have a big crush on Cheryl Crow. <laughs> uh, I have listened to Cheryl Crow. Yes, I think she has a magnificent voice. It just sort of, it's very nostalgic to me because I think, like, when I was growing up, my mom listened to Cheryl Crow a lot. So. It's not like one of those things where I was just exploring music, trying to find something new. It's just like something I heard when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I did try and put a couple of her other songs into that paragraph. I'm not sure if anybody caught that. Um, I don't know if I had picked up on all that. I was, I did read it very thoroughly, but uh, I don't know if I paid attention. Like I don't, I wasn't, I didn't notice that. I'll put it that way. Um, I did. But I found it. The one one that cracked me up was your hate of the little bow wow or little Romeo song. <laughs> oh, dude, I wasn't kidding when I said my ears so, were hurting after that. Like, um, I, it's not often that like yeah. a song has been so hard to listen to that like I was getting a headache. But that was one of them. Um, so, I'm surprised you know what that one is. So um, I uh, it's so kind of weird. I listened to it. I didn't know the song prior, but I listened to that. And what it is is a shitty remake of the. Um, well, I think his name's Lil Romeo, actually. Yeah, I, I, said I said Lil, Lil Romeo Bow wow. after Lil Bow Wow. Um, so, and his dad was the guy who was Master P, I believe. Oh, is that why they did that? Yeah. Um, yeah, because I remember he used to have the Lil Romeo show, and I believe Master P is his dad in real life. Um, anyway, that song, the way the Lil Romeo one was a remake of the song It Takes Two, which is a um, Rob Bay song. And you would know it the original one. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I want to rock right now. I'm Rob Bass and I came to get down. I want to rock right now. Yeah. Is I'm not internationally song? known, but I'm known to rock the microphone. Uh, that song That's was a, a very song. famous song, you know, in the 80s. And then this baby basically just completely dismantled and destroyed the song in this <laughs> Little Romeo remake. So it was a good call on your it part. Was, it's terrible. It was, it was butchered, man. Yeah. Brutal. 
But that's not the only like really shitty song on this soundtrack. I remember like towards the end, like uh, it was like maybe the song before Sheryl Crow. It was like just a really slow like love song, and it was just like one guy, but he sounded like it sounded like they literally quadrupled his voc- vocal tracks because <laughs> it sounded like a boy band, and it was just I. I was I can't do these things completely sober. I just can't. I don't know how you do uh like some of those really bad movies, but like coming up with like a response to some of these songs is just very difficult sometimes. Yeah. Uh well that's why typically my ones that are really bad movies either my reviews are longer or they're way shorter because these are like they're so bad I just don't want to talk to them or sometimes they're so bad that they're like laughably bad. So I have a lot to say. It's just like why was this so shitty? Um yeah, there's a lot of those movies that are just brutal and, and songs that, and, and songs oh uh, there was yeah there was like 19 songs and yeah. i think on top of like procrastinating and waiting till like the day before we were going to do a show or yeah. a show was going to drop yeah. i didn't know if we were including this in there or not yeah. it just like made it so much more stressful that like <laughs> oh, I, I gotta do it tonight it's been to like it's been like a fucking hour and a half and like there's still like six songs left so <laughs> well like I said, people should definitely check out this because Pat, he did put a lot of work into it. And it is, it is well read. It's pretty funny. Uh, it is Chubstep. Is it Chubstep at blogspot.com, Pat? Or how do people find it? I'll post the it's link somewhere. Ch- but It's basically like our email address, .blogspot.com instead of gmail.com. So chubsteppodcast.blogspot.com. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> uh, definitely check it out there, though. I'll, I'll post a link on something so people can go uh, check out that. Kangaroo Jack, throwback. Great movie. Kangaroo Jack, baby. Kangaroo <laughs> Jack, baby. Um, we've got a lot. Steed, how about a teaser for your armpit thing that you'll talk about on next show? Oh, just a teaser? Yeah. All right. Because um, we're, we're already at, I don't know how already, to tease it. You, we're already you just like tease 100... it. Armpit thing. Armpit thing. That's it. Well, <laughs> okay. That's the tease. That's the tease. Okay, Anything Steed's, else would give it away. Steed's doing something weird with his armpits. Uh, we'll talk about that <laughs> on next episode. Because we're already at like an hour and ten minutes. Some of it was extra, but it's still it's we got a lot already. Yeah. I'm also gonna review the judge with Billy Bob Thornton next episode. Two weeks uh two week build up. Uh everybody loves the judge with Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Duvall and Mr. Billy Bob Thornton on next week's Billy Bob Thornton review, The Judge. Everybody loves it. <laughs> everybody. All right. Uh we also have some emails and stuff like that we're gonna save for next show. Uh, email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Follow uh, Grassfed George, as he was saying. Um, and then. Yep, big thanks to George. Big thanks to George. Uh, Chubs, uh, Chubstep Podcast on Instagram. Pat Callahan. Pat underscore Callahan. Underscore underscore Callahan. Three underscores. <laughs> Pat underscore hyphen. Two underscores. Two underscores. Just keep underscoring, baby. <laughs> How many underscores can you do before it's too much, Pat? I, to me, two is too much. But okay, no comment. No comment. On Pat's, Pat's just looking around. No comment. No comment. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jredz three for me on Instagram and Steed underscore Palomino for Steed. Uh, Rate the show on iTunes. New episodes every Thursday. Share the episodes with a friend. It's quarantine uh, time. Get those. Smash that like button. You know, a lot of not a epi- not a shows. Not a lot of shows are coming out with new content. We're coming out with new episodes every week. Uh, we just keep it coming, baby. We'll keep it coming. The show has ended. 
I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.